Outside the box. Ready, aim, don't shoot. Today's topic is gun wrongs. Gee, everybody else is weighing in on the gun control and gun culture controversy, so I might as well, too. I'll try to add something you might not already have heard, some ammunition <clears throat> to those who want more clarity and background. Let's start with the Second Amendment. Quote, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, end quote. My immediate question is, why this first clause about a regulated militia and security of a free state? Why not just say, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed? Here are a couple of explanations for that. Some of the debate leading up to the ratification of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights suggests that legislators wanted the states where militias were based to make gun policy, not the federal government. In late 1791, when the Second Amendment was approved, the militia, what we now call the National Guard, was viewed as a protector of each state. There was a very small national army at the time, which some saw as a tyrannical occupying force, not a defender of states. The way for states to protect themselves and their states' rights was to have militia guys with muskets, better than a federal force, state legislators thought, for putting down some rioting mob, like the Whiskey Rebellion in Pennsylvania that started in 1791, just before the amendment was ratified. A second theory connects militias with slavery. Militias could have guns, but rebelling slaves could not. In the South, slave patrols were equivalent to militias. Those terms, militias and free state, were crucial in getting Southern states to support the full Bill of Rights, which allowed white Southerners to protect their institution of slavery. In both cases, the right to arm bears, I mean the right to bear arms, was a collective right of governments through militia units, not of individuals. And that's where it stood legally until we fast forward to just 10 years ago. In the 2008 Supreme Court decision in District of Columbia versus Heller, the court ruled for the first time in the history of the U.S. Constitution by a five-to-four margin, that having and carrying a gun is an individual, not a collective right. Despite that, plenty of laws still exist on the books preventing certain guns, like machine guns, from being owned. There are also laws restricting who can buy a gun and who can't. Gun ownership and possession is not absolute. But the real problem, in my mind, is gun culture. Humans in the U.S. love their guns too much. There's the NRA, shoot 'em up movies and TV shows, and video games. There are over 300 million guns in this country, just over one for every person. Compare that to Sweden and those nice Canadians, with just over three for every 10 people. 
The UK has just over six guns per hundred people, and most African countries are three per hundred or less. The number of guns sometimes correlates with the number of gun deaths. There are 10 gun deaths, about one-third homicides and two-thirds suicides per 100,000 people in the U.S., but just under two deaths in Canada and 1.5 in Sweden, over three-fourths of which are suicides in both countries. In the U.K., it's just 0.23 gun deaths per 100,000, less than 140th the numbers for this country. What are they doing that we aren't? What are we doing that we shouldn't be doing? Guns are a problem, not a solution. Fewer and less lethal guns would help. Another problem is our willingness to use them to threaten, harm, and kill ourselves and each other. There are current discussions on the need for safer schools, which students certainly deserve. But the real solution, I believe, is not hardening the schools, but rather addressing the needs of people who are struggling in our society. We have to reverse the culture that suggests using a gun against self or others will resolve those struggles. And we need to demand that the right to security and freedom from fear of gun violence is more important than the right to have a gun. What's your take on the Second Amendment? What can we do in the U.S. to change our gun culture so we can all be safer? I'm Larry Danzinger, wanting equal rights for those who don't like guns and don't want them around. Mm-hmm.